0: See, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color?
1: they big is all day, but so fun. They have each other's bags and today is fine and done. In a in a Georgia town. On a show all my berries and visual sound. In the stacks love, very where it always starts. The stacks are much more than easy
2: for hello welcome well thank you stranger so uh, welcome to everyone it's another fantastic episode of in the stacks with very and latoya So, I'll go ahead and start and say, obviously, we did not record last week. Um, There was an emergency. Did you want to fill in the details?
0: Um, Yeah, sure. Uh, My uh, mother had a terrible fall, and, um, you know, we had to rush her to the emergency room, and she was pretty much unconscious for a few days, and, um, you know, I did talk to her today. With the coronavirus, they won't even let you in the, the hospital to visit anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was able to stay up there in the emergency room that first night and then they kicked me out. And, um, so I was able to talk to her today and,
2: you know, she's, um, she's a little confused.
1: Okay. Um, I mean,
2: have they figured out whether or not she, in fact, had a stroke or. So they don't think it was a stroke.
0: Okay. Um, you know, what they think it was is she, she's had a issue with potassium levels for a while. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, so they had her on potassium supplements, but then her kidneys were failing. And so she was unable to pass all this potassium. Mm-hmm. So it's building up in her system. And that's they, what they think led to her collapse. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when they got her, I mean, she was barely breathing. Um, she was unresponsive. Um, I mean, I really, I wasn't sure she was going to live through that first night. But um, Of I course,
2: her- all of this happened a week ago today.
0: So. yes seven days ago yeah i called you i guess
2: like, like uh, right before we were so, gonna yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: um you know so she was a little confused today um she was talking but then at one point she said she says i have to ask you something and i said okay mm-hmm. she said is there a black man in my house <laughs> and i said yes is there a black man in your house she goes yes and i said what do you mean she goes, is there a black man living in my house? I said, no. I said, why do you think there's a black man living in your house? Right. And she said, well, you know, somebody had told her that there was, that there was a black man living in her house. And she said, I just wanted to know. I said, no. I said, there's no black man in your house. I said, I, I've been at your house earlier today, mm-hmm. into your house every day. And there's nobody there but the guinea pigs. And, uh, and she goes, well, Okay.
2: Yes, I mean, I guess she's just still really very confused because I know at one point you said that um, if she was asked questions, she would answer something unrelated to what the question was about.
0: Yeah, right? yeah. And, um, you know, she was, like, she was like, well, where's my car? Somebody stole my car. And I said, nobody's stolen your car. Your car is at the house. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, what about my money? I had $100 in my purse. And I said, yeah, I've got your purse. So the purse is with me. And, uh, and then she was like, well, I don't have my cell phone. And I said, yes, I have your cell phone. I said, you know you fell at your house, right? And she was like, no. I said, yeah, you were at your house when you fell. I wow. Said, okay. all your stuff that was there is still there. I said, or else I have it. She was like, all right. <laughs> I wasn't sure she believed me.
2: Wow. Well, I mean, I certainly hope, and I'm sure uh, everyone listening feels the same way that, you know, that she returns to... Better health very soon, and I mean it is yeah. particularly scary given, like you said, with COVID nineteen, things that would you know you wouldn't really think about because I know you know as far as yeah you would go stay with your loved one in the hospital or visit them, and I think you talked about possibly her having to go to rehab, but you'd mm-hmm. still not be able to interact with her there, um, and it's just it's it's definitely a new world. <laughs> uh, it is truly a new normal with COVID nineteen. Yeah. Um, so no. much so that I was going to ask, I know that you had told me yesterday, you would ping me and said that Georgia schools are closed for the rest of the school year. So as a teacher, a Georgia teacher anyway, uh, can you tell me about what um, – what what information did you get beforehand if any um and what does that really mean for the rest of the year because i know at first they were just basically telling you to yeah just come up with some assignments nothing that they really need to learn um (laughs) what happens now
0: uh well you know how i found about it is the governor announced it (laughs) and um then all the teachers of course we started texting each other and we're like oh there's going to be an email coming you know and Sure enough, within about 20 minutes of the governor announcing it, we got an email from the, the superintendent. Um, and so yeah, um, I got together with uh, one of the, well the only other American literature teacher and we did like a Google meeting today and uh, kind of talked about well, what, what do you want to do for the next couple weeks? And- um,
2: Cause I mean, you know, how does it really change the curriculum? Or I mean, is it, well, does it have to change the curriculum?
0: You know, and look, I have got, we've got no guidance yet. <laughs> All right. So they might come out and sh- and, and have s- specific things they want us to do that we have not been told yet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But As of right now, um, you know, we both agree that there's certain things that we really don't want to try to cover um, distance. Okay. And there's things that we can do that might work well this way and that kind of thing. They've already announced that we're not going to have to give. We're the, hearing
2: a lot of background noise. Stop it.
0: We're not going to do like the, the milestone tests and stuff. Okay. Um, so as far as I know, all they have to do is pass the class to get credit. But there's been a lot of questions, a lot of talk about whether or not, you know, everybody's just going to get
2: passed. Right, because it's like, how do you determine if someone passes because there's no uniform rules around what passing and failing is in this COVID situation, right?
0: Well, but, you know, I think that's unfair to, Mm -hmm. because I have people who are doing the work.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, I've assigned essays and readings and all this kind of stuff, and I have people who are doing them, and then I have people who are not doing them. And I personally, I think it's unfair to the people who do the work To pass everybody right right Um, you know i mean it's not like we we've been out for the whole semester Mm -hmm. um you know we we were there all of january all of february and most of march you know most of march
1: Mm
2: -hmm. um and well do you think some of the concern might be the the um lack of access to internet for some of the students
0: and you know look I can't speak to everybody. All I can tell you is that all of my classes, no one has told me that they do not have wifi and no one has told me that I have not been able to access the work.
2: And now you've been able to touch base with all of your students?
0: Uh, pretty much. I mean, I've, I've had to leave messages in some cases. Mm-hmm. In some cases I call and they don't have a voicemail set up. Um, you know, and sometimes, and usually if I leave a message, most times they don't call me back. But, you know, I mean, before we went out, I mean, we gave them a survey and asked them, do you have Wi-Fi at home? Right. Do you have a computer or a laptop at home? And in my classes, anyway, this is just my classes. Um, I had no student who said they did not have internet access at home. I did have five students who said they did not have a laptop or a computer,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but um, most of my work, they can do it on the phone. Um,
2: and did you say at some point the schools, they were. Schools giving out computers. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say, is that if the schools are providing that tool, right. then there's no excuse to not be able to make use of it. Um, now,
0: and some students, they need a lot more help than other students.
2: hmm as is always yeah. the case. <laughs> well, yeah,
0: but I mean, I've had students who have reached out to me pretty much every single day, mm-hmm. times multiple times a day. But I mean, I, I'm I'm working through them through things with them. Now, I have people who have not turned in anything, despite the fact I've spoken to them. Mm-hmm. Um, now well, if, I mean, you could I... say later on, well, I didn't understand it, but it's not. You have not told me you didn't understand it.
2: That's true. And like you, I mean, circling back to what you said originally is that you really don't know the implications of, you know, one person doing the work, one person not doing the work, are they going to just pass everybody? So it's like, well, how much do you lean on, you know, how much pressure do you put on them? Um, That kind of thing, since everything is being kind of figured out as they go. Um, well, I, I would mean, hate to be in the school system right now <laughs> going through this. Cause I mean, I love learning stuff, so I didn't want yeah. less work during at school. So, well,
0: and you know, it's, that's the only thing that I think is a little bit uncertain is that, you know, sometimes I talk to other teachers and I feel like I'm given a lot more work than they are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I, you know, I teach In general, I feel like I'm giving a a lot of decent work. I feel like I'm giving less than I do in class. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you know, I have something for them to do every day. Um, Sometimes it's bigger than other days. Uh,
2: So have you done classroom time yet or anything like that? As far as offering kind of almost like you were in school where the time that you would generally meet your class that you have an actual classroom or, you know, meet up. At that point, for for students who want to talk or whatever.
0: Well, I mean, of course, I always have my Google Classrooms, which mm-hmm. they send me messages through, uh, and then of course email. Most of them have my number now because I've been calling five to seven of them a day. <laughs> and um, you know, I have had a couple of things. It's like, hey, I'm going to be in Google Hangout from one to two today, and I'll post the link. You know, um, tomorrow we're going to do. We've done Zoom. We've done different things. You mm-hmm. know. Um, so far with all those that I've posted, I've only had one person show up for any of them. Yeah,
2: it's insane. Um,
0: now one of my fellow teachers said that he got a pretty good turnout, but he, uh, said, you know, if you come, you'll get extra credit. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, you know, so I, I don't know. Um, I was thinking about maybe on Monday or Tuesday when we come back from spring break, just saying, look, I'm going to have, you know, this Google hangout open 9 to 12 Mm -hmm. drop in if you want Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know um but you know i don't know i know a lot of the kids were like can you do something you know after like six at night because they sleep till one or two
2: right of course and i'm like no
0: (laughs) Um, you're like
2: i'm required to be in the office nine to four i don't need to be here any later
0: (laughs) yeah eight to four is the yeah the work And, you know, look, even though it's free break, I've been grading stuff. I've been answering kids because, you know, I don't feel like making them wait until I'm back on the clock. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, you know, with them making me turn in a log every day of what I'm doing um, at four o'clock, I I stop working. Right. Um, Now, if something comes up, like a a student calls me at seven o'clock, I'm not going to not answer the phone. Mm -hmm. I'll talk to them and then I'll just record that the next day. Yeah, something i did you know um but i mean I, that's the way all the teachers are doing it from as far as i know um again i'm saying just for baldwin you know because mm-hmm. other school systems might be doing it completely differently so, and
2: yeah i mean and, and I again be
0: in class than teach this way um,
2: well, yeah and i get that i think i would like if i was a teacher i would be the nerd in that i would just and i think part of it is because i I use technology or, you know, Google stuff and all that every day. So I don't really see it as a disruption. You know, I've said before, I was a social distancer before it ever was a thing. So I think that like, had I had to switch over from being in the classroom that I would simply emulate the classroom online. But I know, too, it goes back to the whole access issues and the blah, blah, blah. You know, there's so many pieces of the puzzle that are displaced because of COVID that it makes it more difficult. But, I mean, at the end of the day, no matter how you slice it, class of 2020 is going to be at a disadvantage. They did they will not have gotten all of the tools or the they would not have been exposed to everything that they needed to be. because of covid you know my um nephew uh white chocolate he is class of 2020 Mm -hmm. so you know for him that means no prom no graduation um and i'm like i wonder how they're going to address that will they do it like oh once it's over they'll set up a special one if you want to attend it you can or something but it's you know i think this is one of those things that's going to be you know definitely a, a punctuation point in history um what happened in 2020 worldwide um again there's certainly a lot of bad things to come out of it but I'm also seeing still a lot of really good things that are coming out of people having to be <laughs> at home so um but yeah I, I I'm curious and definitely keep us updated about what the, the implications are for the students. Because, I mean, there's, I'm assuming there are kids that hadn't even taken their SATs that are going to have to do it. I was looking at um, some certification stuff um, that I wanted to do that did require you to do it on site. And so on the page it now says we're working on what needs to happen in order to facilitate that online. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, I think that this is forcing us to have that, Um, quarantine um, process or procedures in place for when something like this and if something like this happens again. Because, I mean, you think about it, there is, besides just COVID, you know, I mean, there is a realistic chance that there will be some sort of um, biological warfare that would maybe require us to stay in. And so having these things in place, granted, you know, it's a doomsday kind of situation. Um, at least we know what we can do um, in these times of need and crisis. So I was surprised that they, that when you told me that they <laughs> closed schools for the rest of the year, but, um, you know, let's hope that this, that there's more um, good than bad to come out of it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I hope that I'll be back in, in August, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been actually watching the evening news the past few nights and it's just, it's just bizarre. You know, I mean, the fact that Central Park has been turned into a, you know, a medical hospital with all these tents everywhere. Really?
2: We'll see. And, and again, I, you know, I'm all about ignorance is bliss at times and watching the one time I watched the the evening news a- like two weeks ago, like it, it changed me as far as the way I was feeling the way I was thinking. So if I know that that's the type of disruption that's going to happen, I I'm like, okay, no, ignorance is bliss. I don't need to know. And you know, between you and my mom and stuff like that, I'm like, if there's something I really need to know, someone else in my life is (laughs) going to tell me because I I don't want, I don't want to know, you know, I'm, I'm like, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, I can't do anything about it, you know? So I don't I want guess. to stress, well, I don't want to overstress myself. And I know that that is a trigger for me. So rather than subject myself to it full on, <laughs> you can tell me, oh, LaToya, the world's about to blow up or something, you know, something crazy. Because I, I can't. I mean, I emotionally, I can't handle that. There's I so, know many, that about so myself.
0: many people dying in New York that they have like these frozen refrigerator trucks
2: are you serious
0: bodies into yeah
2: holy crap
0: yeah I mean you can find the videos of it
2: well no I'm not gonna go look for it (laughs) no I like I said I'm deliberately not I'm like let me stay hunkered down and then when it's all when I get the all clear I'll come out and then you know I can just look at the the cliff notes of everything that happened (laughs) I know that sounds so horrible
1: yeah but
2: you
0: know there's another fever that's been mm-hmm. in the country the there COVID,
2: is there is
0: um and that's tiger king fever <laughs> um now i tried for I, I for several days i was like you know you gotta go watch this damn thing right
2: yes yes Sharing
0: memes with you and all this kind of stuff at one point i noticed on my facebook i noticed i the, my last six posts had all been related to tiger king at one point mm-hmm. i was like oh crap i better like start mixing this up a little bit <laughs> but um but yeah it's it it is amazing if you have if anybody out there has not watched it already on netflix i would think you're not gonna watch it by this well point.
2: but you need to it oh, is everywhere. i think it's the number one title on netflix in the world i think um our, well but uh, there's already US. the backlash against it there's mm-hmm. already the backlash
0: against it people who are like you know you know the holier than thou types yes like oh i'm so much better than you because i'm not gonna watch this trashy thing oh please
2: everyone Uh, wants uh, to see a train wreck you know it's it's but that's a part of the appeal of it it's a bit salacious it's so outside of what you would deem normal that you know and again yeah you told me to watch it and then i ended up i I think i told you yeah i'm gonna watch it this whatever weekend and i ended up that, that it was a friday i think it was last friday or whatever and I binged the whole thing in one sitting because I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what you do with Netflix. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, I, you have to experience it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so like in the ELA text thread, you know, we're still talking about it. And one of the, one of the ladies last night, she finally broke down to watch it. And at one point she said, so do these people actually like the tigers or are they all on drugs? And somebody replied, yes you know which i think is is definitely kind of true
2: right well i told Kay last night he was like oh i'm gonna you know find something to watch i said you need to watch tiger king because i keep telling him i said if nothing else at least you'll know what the world right now is paying attention to with with um what's on you know streaming so i said the show does not require you to think it just requires you to watch the train wreck in front of you. Although and I will
0: say there are lots of times I've been since then just kind of sitting around and I'll be thinking about it.
2: Well, no, I think about the show. I try not to get <laughs> too much into the whole, you know, the implications of how, you know, tigers or cats, big cats are treated. And I mean, there's, there's what, like a moral what? to the story, obviously. Well, but like, you if have think fa- about
0: Carol Baskin, who, who was, you know, never charged with the murder of her husband, right? Mm-hmm. But is sitting there talking to the camera, and she says, "You know, I mean, come on, how would I do it? The only way you could get a tiger to eat a person would be to cover their entire body in sardine oil." Yeah, and everybody in the in the world was like,
2: "What now?" <laughs> you know, you have to think somewhere. You know, I felt like calling up the cops, going, "You're watching this too, right?" <laughs> and they have since reopened the i mean the case was already open but they're start. they've um solicited they've reached out to people say hey if you know anything about what happened to her husband let us know but yeah that was very disturbing like if i'll say if you haven't watched it yet don't look into anything that the show's about because you'd kind of given me some of the cliff notes and i did watch like the preview for it right and the scenarios and situations that occur in this show is unlike anything that happens in normal life, or at least so I would believe (laughs) it is, it is, it, it's definitely worth watching. I mean, again, I watch a lot of highbrow stuff, but I do watch some lowbrow stuff. And this was one of those and you will be a better person for having watched it because you realize that you're not batshit crazy. Like some of the people I
0: was legit in the shower the other day. (laughs) <laughs> Thinking, you know how much meth would it take for me to marry joe exotic exactly and and of course i have to admit my it ran through my head now we talk about young joe a mm-hmm. like current joe right because it probably take more meth now <laughs> than meth then right because which which probably says
2: something about me but um, But the fact that you had that thought or had to was because of the show. Well, yeah, mean, because how many straight guys could he marry? Exactly. and then it,
0: I did, he, I oh, did go, go on and find out some more. Like, he was married before these guys. Oh, really? Yeah, I found out that he oh. had, had a husband before that. As a matter of fact, one, that husband was actually around for some of the stuff that happened on the documentary. They just didn't mention him because it just would have added another character.
2: Oh, okay. All but right. Jeez. He was 19
0: years old. When he met Joe at a gay bar, oh my! God. And um, and so he was there when John
1: mm-hmm.
0: became a husband, and all three of them shared a bed. And then when this guy left, is when Joe went and found
2: Travis. He
0: killed himself. Yeah, yeah,
2: Travis. See, and, that's uh, for a while, I would have. I would hook up with Travis, not Joe or any of his other husbands. Yeah. I would have hooked up with Travis. <laughs> uh, but Joe is Joe exotic. Yeah, but still, no, he just, no. And for a no. while, he had a magic show. So you can find, like, yes. Again yeah. I, again, yeah, it's like the way these things started and the fact that it's <laughs> like, you know, it's like, how can, and I mean, I agree with him, where it's like, with Carol, it's like, how can you say that Joe and stuff and the others in the group are you know, exploiting animals when you're doing the fucking same thing. You're doing the same thing.
0: Carol's (laughs) sitting there saying, I don't believe tigers belong in cages while there's a tiger in a cage. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, if you the thing about the magic show when Joe had that, the hilarious thing was, and this is not on the documentary. Okay. It's it will tell you everything you need to know about the documentary. All right, so um, he had all these lights and explosions and stuff, and an empty cage would suddenly have a tiger in it, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the problem was the tigers got scared by all the explosions and lights, right? Right. So when the tiger appeared, he'd usually be in, like, the far corner of the cage, you know, huddling, shaking, terrified, right? Okay. Not good for the show, right?
2: Right, of course. So what Joe
0: got the idea was, because when it comes to the, the explosions and lights, you know, um a sheep, right? It's pretty hard to scare a sheep, right? They're just kind of whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So what he did was he got a large sheep and he painted it the colors of a tiger.
2: You have got to be <laughs> <laughs> know. And then, then there was this explosion and stuff, and there
0: was a sheep in the cage. Ain't it to look like a tiger
2: holy crap
0: now if that strikes you as batshit crazy let me tell you that's just like that's intro borderline stuff
2: right because like, there is so much more i mean it's like when you've got the fbi involved when you've got people going down for murder for hire i mean it's you you would never anticipate what it is you're walking into yeah. when you're watching tiger King. You and what the hell know. does joe
0: have besides meth you know that turns so many straight guys gay, gay.
2: <laughs> and, and it's and like they're not even really gay; they're gay while they're with him. Yeah, but outside of, they're of that, they're
0: having gay sex,
2: right? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just yeah, it's it's a, a Willy Wonka kind of thing, I suppose, with him and, and the, speaking you know, of Willy's, guys.
0: You know, he has. <laughs> He has a Prince Albert piercing, right? You know what a Prince Albert piercing is, right?
2: So I know when he said it, I was like, I have to Google that. I actually oh, okay. don't know, because well, no, I just don't know. I assumed yeah. it just meant a piercing on his... Oh, no, you know, it thing? goes through the
0: little pee-pee hole and everything, right? And, um, yeah. Why is it
2: called a Prince Albert?
0: Because uh, supposedly Prince Albert uh, had one. Seriously? Him. Yeah, but, but you, you mentioned, did you just noticed a part in the documentary where he said that sometimes he would wear... Like a, um, he would put through the, the piercing, a, um, the lock.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Those were heavy fucking locks. So he must be all like saggy and stuff. I mean, like.
0: I, I mean, I don't know, but I mean, I just can't, I mean, something like that. Dang. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> Dick. I mean.
2: Oh my gosh.
0: Wow. And I, look, I've never been a woman. I've never. I've never been fucked by a dick in any way, right? <laughs> so, I mean, you're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, maybe you have, right? But, I mean, if if a, the guy having sex with you had a big old ring through the front of his dick, I mean, what would that feel?
2: Would that no. feel good? Yeah, no, that, that's, a, that's a very hard pass. I have never engaged in anything like that. There have not been any... I Stuff on be pleasurable?
0: Yeah. I don't know how. But well, I mean, I know that, like, you know, I mean, sometimes when they have like ridges on like toys or yeah, or,
2: but toys that's one thing. But I mean, to have basically a piercing dangling off of his schlong right? Yeah, yeah. So it's what is it like? A you'd have like an earring piercing or something? Is that is that similar to what it is?
0: Yeah, so it's a piercing that goes. It, it kind of hangs out in front. And it goes through the pee hole,
1: oh.
0: out the the kind of bottom underneath the the head. Um, so I mean, it'd be right every stroke. It would be, but rate- I
2: I would be concerned that 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 thing wouldn't be very clean for one. Um, yeah, I would and- think you it'd, it'd be very and I don't want something that foreign going up there. Something serious could happen. It could get lost. It could, it could, it could, it could, it could cause, you know, it could perforate. I don't know, but there is nothing about that that seemed appealing to me at yeah. all. Um, but yeah, so again, you know, he's had multiple husbands. Um, you had told me, you gave me the heads up before that, you, you know, you're like, yeah, one of those husbands don't, he don't make it to the end (laughs) I'm like what
0: and you you kind of get to see it I mean yes
2: and it's uh, it's that was freaking me out that freaked me out you don't see see it but you see because he's not on camera but we get to see the footage of it happening
0: you see the flash and you see the reaction of the yes
2: yes that was I mean but by that by the time I saw that you know, it was just a mild shock because I was like, oh, hell, all the other shit that came before it. You know, it's like, this isn't the surprise that this would happen. What? <laughs> but yeah. um, but I, I, you know, I look, if you need something sensational to watch, that's a bit escapism and all that kind of stuff. And you just want to be a part of the social conversation that doesn't necessarily involve COVID right now, then watch something like Tiger King. Um
0: I've been been thinking about watching it
2: again (laughs) just to to see what I missed yeah that's true that's true but it is it is you know again not highbrow stuff but you know both Barry and I are fairly intelligent people I would think and if we can find some weird pleasure out of having been a part of the phenomenon um we certainly suggest you watching it I suggested to Cassie Oops, sorry Gwen, she's going to totally get me for this, um, to Gwen that her and Miles need to watch it and yeah. she was like what? I'm like no really you know I don't need to explain anything you just need to watch it
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> so um, so I do need to find out from Kay though whether or not he, ha- he did watch the first episode last night um, and if not then I'll just you know get on him again about it but yeah it's- I had one friend who said well I
0: watched the first episode and I didn't really see what's so great about it. I said well then you need to keep watching
2: yeah, and how do you see the first episode and not want to go to the next episode? Yeah, no, you know, I watched the first
0: one and, and I, it started off kind of like, oh, okay, this is kind of interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. And then after a little while, I was like,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Kind second, of docu- and by the time you get to the third one, which I think is third or fourth one, which is all about Carol and her husband. Yes,
2: I'm- an episode an episode <laughs> devoted to, did this woman kill her husband and where is he? You know, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that, you know, I've shared some articles with you since then where they, you know, she's like, oh, basically that the way that they portrayed her is not, wasn't fair and all this kind of yeah. stuff. She says she was like, coerced now. It's like, what the hell? Seriously? No, no. no. mm
0: yeah, I mean, you can watch the episode and know she wasn't coerced. And and she said, oh, they told me it was going to be like Blackfish, you know, like that, that documentary about SeaWorld. And I, I haven't it. seen that Yeah, the producer said she knew it was not like that. Yeah. He was talking to us for hours at a time about, you know, the the mystery surrounding her husband. She knew that this was going to air.
2: Yeah, I mean, how could you not? I mean, it just, I, it's, but yes. um, So definitely watch it. It's on Netflix. Um, And, you know, let us know your thoughts, certainly on Facebook or however else, but it was definitely worth watching.
0: And so uh, we've both been watching all kinds of shit, though.
2: Yes, yes, that that is very, very true. So um, I watched
0: um, the ABC Murders on mm-hmm. uh, Amazon Prime, which is three uh, episodes um, of a series. It's a it's an adaptation of a Agatha Christie story. Okay. Starts, um John Malkovich as Hercule Poirot, mm-hmm. and uh, it was very, very good. And it was not until the third episode. That I realized that the guy playing the cop was Rupert Grinch. What? Am you know, right? The the guy who was in Harry Potter. Wow. And he well, he looks nothing like himself. He looks. Hell, I thought this was—he may be. How old is he? He's got to be in his thirties.
2: Oh my gosh, I'm looking on my uh, my app and the photo that they have of him, which I'm sure is the IMDb one. Yeah, he doesn't—he's unrecognizable.
0: Yeah, that is Ron. him. I, and it wasn't yeah. until the third episode something happens that's shocking. Mm-hmm. The guy and he, he like he his mouth goes in like an O and his eye get eyes get wide.
2: Oh, like he it did when he was a kid. Okay, yeah, I yeah. said that. Oh, wow. that's Ron Weasley and uh, insane. Then I went and looked,
0: but I recognized he's like whoa you know and um god I, I recognized his O face but it, <laughs> um, you know it, it was just he's really good though but, he, but yeah
2: it's saying it, it was three three episodes so one season it was originally broadcasted on BBC one and I guess he said now you can get it on Amazon Prime
0: yeah okay yeah. and so, uh, yeah. I highly recommend it um I also, uh, watched Mission Impossible Fallout.
1: And now, I, haven't but, I, haven't seen, I haven't
0: seen, I haven't seen a Mission Impossible movie since Mission Impossible 2. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I decided I'm just going to jump, jump in. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think this is like six or seven. I don't know. Something. And it was good, <laughs> but it was like a three hour movie. Right. Right. And it felt like six hours. I mean, wow. it's. Times, I was like, how much longer is left? I kept stopping it, and it'd be like halfway through, right? And... Um,
2: yeah, I think that one was number six, because there's apparently okay. a number seven that might be... <laughs> okay know.
0: yeah i thought this was the most yeah. recent one yeah
2: it is the most recent they okay. did in 2018 but yeah I, like you i haven't i haven't seen all of them i've seen pieces of them i think i think i definitely saw the first one but it is one of those things that i do want to just kind of do a binge session with with Kay <sighs> that we just watch <sighs> them back to back to back to back i don't know um, <laughs> i mean i was i,
0: I was i mean, it just seemed one there's so many twists and turns
2: oh, so like too many it's it could have been oh, okay Yeah, at some
0: point, I'm like, really? When when the plan comes out and you find out that all these twists and turns through it was part of his plan? I'm like, seriously? (laughs) I was just like, there's had to be an easier way to get from where we start to where we end. I I uh, I watched a horror movie called The Furies. Excellent. If you like horror movies, it's on Shudder. I would recommend it.
2: So who's in it? Anyone that I would know?
0: i didn't recognize anybody
2: Oh, okay yeah.
0: and um then i watched uh bright uh which is a will smith movie on netflix oh, okay uh, and uh and it's interesting it what's the premise all right so uh, like a thousand years ago mm-hmm. the lord of the Rings stuff happened okay right? now we're in modern day on earth right and all the fairies and the orcs and everything they're they're still around right Mm -hmm. So in Bright, uh, Will Smith is a a cop and his buddy cop is the first orc policeman. Right. And a lot of people don't like orcs. Right. You know, you know what? A thousand years ago, man, when everything was going down, you sided with the evil one. man.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, we always think that orcs are evil anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. And Will Smith's like, you know, you guys
0: can't even keep up with what happened last goddamn week. But you're blaming him for what his people did a thousand years ago.
2: Mm-hmm. and um and it was a pretty interesting show it's it's a it's a buddy cop movie so it's like men in black but with orcs the, the first like 15 minutes actually reminded me a lot of
0: um independence day okay because, All right. um well will smith's playing the same character he always
2: plays exactly
0: but yeah there's a scene where like he lives in the hood and he goes outside because a bunch of people are trying to beat up like this fairy and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and it felt a lot like that scene in Independence Day when he goes out and sees, you know, everybody's you know, packing up and leaving. And he's like, what's going on? Right. And he turns around and there's a big UFO. Um, it felt like that. Um, but I would recommend it. It was pretty decent. And I've also started watching Superstore. I've watched six episodes now. and uh,
2: So by episode four, you were hooked.
0: Yeah. Episode four was fantastic and uh and five and six were pretty good too i watched those last night
2: uh, And you said i think what is 13 episodes the first season so once you finish the first season then i'll of course want to know how you feel about it overall if i need to add it to my list
0: yeah i don't think it's going to like replace like brooklyn 99 as like mm-hmm. my all-time favorites but i'm definitely enjoying it um yeah it's good so what what should have you been watching
2: uh, everything and anything under the sun. <laughs> no, um, I went through a phase where I was watching all the back episodes available on Xfinity of Dateline. I just get in those moods. I get it from my mom. My mom loves the true crime stuff. I'm like, I I went through phases where I like, you know, I will watch Is them the as well. That one that's on NBC. Um, I believe so. Is okay, it? I do like that one. Like- with, that, with keith morrison and stuff he's one yes. of the yes um nbc yeah um so i do like it i have always liked that kind of like you know the story from start to end kind of thing so um i was going through a phase at that moment where that's all i wanted to watch so that's all i was watching was dateline um so because like i've in the past would watch forensic files i've seen all of the original run of forensic files yeah now um, the new I- ones Yes. And I need, I keep forgetting that I need to add it to my list to record. But um, so yeah, I was, I finished all of that. And that was over 20 episodes of Dateline. You know, they vary in terms of length. Sometimes they're the two hour ones versus like an hour. Um, And then I was, I've also been, of course, watched Tiger King, had to binge that. Um, I've been watching Foyle's War, that's a, of course, a British show, show because I'm, I don't know, I was, like I said, I, I would think I was just born in the wrong place or growing up in the wrong place, um, my fascination with the Brits. And so that, the premise around that one is that it's during World War II, but it's not specific to the war, it's specific to what's going on in this police force during the war period. So um, it's been really good. I've not finished it yet. Um, I felt like last night I wanted to watch some – I wanted to vary it a little bit. So I got caught up on my Murdoch Mysteries, which is, of course, my Canadian um, series.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: I've also watched the entire run of Wolf Hall. Um, that one is about um, Cromwell okay back in the you know with king henry the 8th and then with so it was basically most mostly about cromwell obviously he and thomas Car- cromwell I'll be specific but um it was looking at it from his side of things because he was he became extremely powerful under um king henry um king yeah king henry the 8th and much like what seems like a lot of people around King Henry VIII during that time, he too was beheaded. So um, so uh, I watched that series. It was really good. Um, what is it? I forgot his name. Something Rylance. He's he's the person who plays, um, um, let me, who plays Tom, um, Thomas Cromwell. It is, where is it? Ugh. Anyway, so really, oh, Mark Rylance, Claire Foy, who's on The Crown, who did the first two seasons, is, um, she plays Anne Boleyn, and then Damon Lewis plays um, King Henry, so it was really good. Uh, I've also wanted to, of course, watch some sports stuff, so yesterday I felt like uh, I found some some of the more obscure titles on ESPN. (laughs) Because I'm like, oh, I paid for the subscription. I don't even use it. Because once I'd watched everything that I di- couldn't find, you know, didn't couldn't watch beforehand, I was like, I'm done. I don't need to go back on ESPN. Uh, but I found a series that's 9 for 9, which is all about women in sports. So the episode I watched last night, um, the title was like Put on a Towel. And it was talking about how, oh, yeah. yeah, it was about how um, women finally were able to get into the locker room. Um, so it was actually very, very interesting, the, just the fight that they had to go through in order to, to do that. Um, because it's like, you know, at the end of the day, they're, you know, they're the same as a man in that it's like, if you have the credentials to be the, you know, to do that work in the press, why is it that you should be restricted, um, from something that men are able to just walk in and do? Because they were like, you know, oftentimes what would happen is that they would be, told to stay outside the locker room and they'll you know they'll do the regular bit with the men reporters by the time they're done with that they're tired they just want to go home so they ain't got time to answer any questions from the female you know yeah. so but i mean again it was just i i just like that kind of stuff so i also watched um espn films um i can't remember right now what that one was on oh i watched i think it was on like roll tide and war eagle <laughs> so it was you know talking about obviously the the, the ri- rivalry between Alabama and Auburn and I thought that was really cool um and then I at one point ventured on and looked at my DVR and found that I, oh yeah I have episodes of Stumptown to watch um so it's been a lot of TV watching I'm hoping that this week the rest of this week and even in the next coming days that I taper off of that because every time I allow myself to watch TV during the week it's a slippery slope and I'm like, I'd much rather when I leave the office, granted that I'll be still looking at another screen, I need to just read or something rather than watching TV and just limit it to the weekends. So all right. we shall see. Okay. Um, I was going to say, obviously I think we're all still waiting on the supposed stimulus package <laughs> that yeah. Um, yeah. was passed. Uh, I, again, since I, I, live under a rock. Don't know all the specifics of when that's supposed to happen. I know that they had passed wasn't it a 2 trillion dollar stimulus package deal?
0: Oh, I think it was more than that.
2: More now? Than, oh,
0: okay. I think it was yeah, a lot more than that. Um but yeah, every person who has filed taxes last year uh should get I think if uh, for people like you and I. Yeah get $1,200.
2: Right, because so as, as from my basic understanding of what the broad strokes were, those making less than seven hundred and fifty or $75,000 per year would receive a one-time payment of $1,200. Married right. couples earning less than 150000 would receive $2,400. Additionally, you get a um, 500, $500 per child tacked on to that. I think um, you're about right. It's $2 trillion. 2. Yeah. Yeah, I said too, Um, But I'd also heard different things about like certain people would have ongoing payments versus others that would just get the one time payment. Um, I think my mom was telling me in in, um, Canada, everyone's getting paid weekly. Because, I said, you know, a lot of times everyone wants to compare, you know, well, why can't we do what Canada does? Okay, people, remember, Canada's population is not the same as the United States. So, and additionally, Canada, their tax rate is insane. So when stuff like this happens, yeah, the the government may, they definitely need to be taking care of its people because of how much it taxes them. Um, But for me, I'm like, any money would be... Appreciated, I guess. You know, I mean, I've got bills, and you know, fortunately for myself and Kay, there hasn't been a massive change. I mean, one of my clients basically reduced my income per um, per month by a thousand dollars, and I was able to absorb that simply because, in theory, not in practice, that's about how much I should be holding out for my own taxes anyway each month. Yeah. So as of right now, the pain hasn't fully hit. Um, as this progresses, it, it, I mean, it can, because again, I'm an independent contractor and all of my clients are also, um, you know, small businesses or independent contractors themselves. So, um, I'd heard too, that we could see payments as early as sometime this month, maybe.
0: Yeah. I was heard that, um, initially I had heard they were talking about starting to send the first of them out on the 6th. Um, but that if you had gotten a refund and you already had a, a checking account set up for, they were just straight deposited. Um, yeah.
2: And mine is set up that way. I mean, granted that I, but actually, for
0: people like me who haven't gotten a refund in years,
2: well, that's what I was saying. They
0: still have my, my checking information. Cause I had to pay, you know, <laughs>
2: Well, I, um, I did this past weekend, I guess of note, I did just do my, I did my taxes because I was like, you know, it's one of those things. Nothing's going to change the outcome at this point. So I went ahead and did it. And of course, I'm in a situation now where I owe both federal and state. Normally I don't owe state or even if I do, I can pay it right then. Well, I couldn't just pay it right then for that one. So part, basically my part of the stimulus would go to pay off my tax bill for the state. And then I have now added another 11 grand to my ongoing federal tax debt. And, you know, I mean, it is what it is, I guess. I just know that, you know, it's going to force my payments, my monthly payments to go up, which I'm like, you know, how how am I going to do that? But again, um, because I'm trying to be mostly chill about stuff, I'm not letting it consciously get to me because again i can't do anything about it so i mean you know everyone knows this is a worldwide thing people are not making the money they were making or at least certain industries (laughs) are not making um but yeah so so i'm i'm looking forward to my money
0: yeah i'm looking forward to it too we'll see when it comes
2: Mm, yeah that yeah that's
0: true too uh with all the time I've been at home, I actually wrote a a novel in a month and a half.
2: Yeah, that's pretty badass. <laughs>
0: yeah. So and it, it was. A, it, I think it turned out really well. Um. So I actually finished it. Was it yesterday? Or the day before yesterday? Yeah, I forget. I think it was before yesterday. Um. So now I'm I'm working on a ten thousand word short story that, um, it's a work for hire thing. So. I'm gonna go and knock that out and then the next thing i plan to do is um i'm working on a collection of mummy stories okay and uh so i've already got the first one done and um i've seen the cover it looks awesome uh so i just need to get like another you know four or five of them together and uh then i'm gonna have a, a story of all mummy horror stories
2: Hmm, that's pretty cool
0: yeah i just felt like writing about mummies <laughs>
2: Um, Going kind of back to the stimulus stuff, I know that early on, uh, last month, movie theaters also requested stimulus from the government, Um, which, you know, in some sense, it's a little comical. But then you realize that the movie going experience is completely social. Um, So since they've closed down movie theaters, there is no income to be made by these movie theaters by and large, I mean, you know, there's back end stuff, but, um, you know, it's just interesting to see how it's impacting all these different, different industries. Um, I know with the movie theaters or with some of the the movies that were supposed to have been released or that were re- released in that initial time that you can purchase or view them on, um, streaming services. But I think you had noted on Facebook at one point that it's like, I'm not paying $20 to yeah. <laughs> see a movie. Um, that was supposed to be in theaters but it's not in theaters and I don't even get my popcorn. And I don't get my so, you know Yeah I don't get my
0: IC don't get nothing.
2: <laughs> So it's like, yeah, that's um twenty dollars and you don't even own it. You know, it's like, yeah. no, if I'm gonna pay twenty dollars, I may as well at least own the the thing. Not that I'd want it, but you know. Um so so yeah, I mean everyone of course is hurting. Um I daily try not to think about it, again, because I can't do anything about it. Um, But I know that it's got to be rougher for um, some other, well, for other individuals who have been essentially just straight furloughed. Because that means they don't get any money. Um, They, at best, get paid enough to cover the insurance. Because while you're furloughed, the company will keep your insurance active. But that's how much they'll pay you to cover your portion. So you're not getting a paycheck during that time. Um, I think that if you are filing for unemployment, um, they are planning on, let's see, increasing the maximum benefit by $600 $600 per per week. Um, I've never had to do unemployment and I don't want to have to. So I'm like, I'm one of those where it's like, until this breaks me, I'm just, it's just business as normal. Yeah. Um, because I know that there's so many other people out there who are hurting and that need, need it more than I do. So like today I, I went,
0: I got a text from my, the person who cuts my hair
2: mm-hmm.
0: and um, she said, you know, do you want to come in today? Because it's the last time I'm going to be able to do it until sometime, you know, in April. And I was like, um, yeah, sure. Whatever. So I went in and got my hair cut and, um, and she was talking about, you know, they're being shut down because they can't be open anymore. Right. And, um, and so she just, she doesn't have any money coming in. You know, cause I mean, yep. this is her job, you know, and, um, she was talking about, you know, should she file for unemployment, but she, she was hoping it, you know, wouldn't last that long, but she doesn't know. Um, and you know, I mean, so, I mean, I guess, you know, I feel pretty lucky to be in a position where I technically am still working mm-hmm. and I'm certainly getting paid. Um, I'm still able to work at, at both my jobs, you know? Um, so Not everybody's that lucky.
2: I know. No, and I mean, I know for like with the in the case of of um, unemployment, the rules are vastly different from individuals who are self employed. And your your the person who cuts your hair likely is an independent contractor. So to get unemployment, being an independent contractor is a little bit dicey. Um, I know that right now they're giving more better or giving more consideration to the fact that this quote-unquote grassroots movement movement of wanting for for the industry or just for people to see that you know self-employed is the same as those who are you know getting a w-9 um and that we have the same we should have the same rights and privileges um but i mean more than a third of the population is self-employed so um but it's it's it is scary um But, you know, we just kind of have to, you know, one foot in front of the other, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's nothing else to do, you know.
2: (laughs) Um, So I wanted to end kind of on a a lighter note. Um, I know the two of us used to um, be avid Doctor Who watchers. I think you were more avid when it came to the classic Doctor Who. And, you know, I started in the modern era of the Doctors, which started with Eccleston
0: yeah i mean really with the old doctors um i only had ever watched um the fourth doctor uh, mm-hmm. and i had watched him a lot and he was like you know the doctor for many many years but um and so i did like him i still like him and matter of fact when i think of doctor Who, he's the first face i see
2: really okay not and obviously not for me right yeah so i i stumbled on an article recently and i was surprised it was on e-news and it it was titled the ultimate ranking of doctor who's modern day doctors so you of course have you and i have watched um for you two and a half and me three out of the five new doctors or the five mm-hmm. that have held that um what would be your ranking
0: uh of the new ones mm-hmm. um definitely uh uh, what's his name
2: tenant tenant
0: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> I <was Number> like... <laughs> one.
0: Um, then uh eccleston mm-hmm. and then uh way below that smith okay Once i've watched
2: yeah and same here that's exactly what that that was my ranking as well um i did not watch any of the ones with um peter was it capaldi and i haven't seen any of the new ones with the female doctor right um but with with e news they had basically the same well they had the same number one as tenant because like i said you know tenant i don't know for me he is just doctor who he's Mm -hmm. the 10th doctor and he was you know eccleston only did the one wasn't it one season was it
0: Eccleston only did one season.
2: Right, and so I had liked Eccleston. Don't get me wrong. And and E News ranked him as number five out of the five. And I, I assume maybe that has part of that's part of the reason. But if it wasn't for Eccleston, I wouldn't have joined the Doctor Who bandwagon. So for right. me, him bringing it, you know, him being there as the first Doctor in the modern era was enough for me to get hooked. And then, you know, Tennant just. Tenant is tenant. I mean, I I actually try and watch him in anything else that I can find him in. So I've seen him in a bunch of other stuff as well. Right. But um, as Doctor Who, he he epitomizes what it is for me to be the Doctor. Um, I did watch who they rank as number two, which is Matt Smith. Um, mm-hmm. I. W-
0: I don't know why. I don't get all the love for him.
2: I don't either. I tolerated him. I mean, you know, he was like, for me, he was okay. I, I am still like, even to this day, even though I haven't watched it in years, my heart still breaks thinking about the fact that Tennant is not the doctor <laughs> anymore. You know, like the way his whole storyline ended and stuff. I mean, I was in tears. I was yeah. so upset with Max Smith. Um, you know, I watched till the end of his run um but i so i saw i guess when um capaldi became the doctor right but i didn't watch any episodes of him being the doctor um and with jody whitaker who is the the doctor now um i just i did i think that if that had happened maybe after Tenant. It would have mm-hmm. been more appealing to me, but because I experienced Tennant, fell in love with him, and then to- you know tolerated Matt Smith, and right. then you know it, it. Then when they went to Capaldi, I was like, I don't even know who the hell he is. I mean, I've since then actually seen have seen him in in British British stuff I've been watching, but I had burned out by that time, or had been disillusioned by it. That even the idea, because there was a lot of excitement, a lot of hoopla about it online because people 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 were definitely in two different camps mm-hmm, either yeah. the doctor can't be female or whoa cool a female doctor um but yeah by that time i was like yeah, you know so yeah. <laughs> i don't even so i've i no longer watch doctor who i still consider myself a fan but i have to be very specific and say it is of you know Tennant and Eccleson that that doc so the ninth and tenth doctor um I don't really have any attachment to the others,,
0: yeah, and sometimes I tell myself I want to go back and watch some of the the Capaldi or something mm-hmm. you know, that, but I then i say like, well, you know should I end should I watch the end of Matt Smith, and I just have no desire to do that, and yeah, no,
2: I mean, it was interesting because you know Matt Smith's era had um Gillian Anderson who. Yeah. is in a ton of stuff, you know, Marvel stuff that we watch. And mm-hmm. she is a very um, eclectic type of act. Like, I, anything she's been in, I buy it, you know? Um, so yeah. she, it was cool, or, sorry, it's Karen Gillian, um her being in there. But uh, after, yeah, like I said, after that, and I was just tired. I was, I think the fatigue of, I had to watch the whole Matt Smith run after having experienced the joy of *Tenant*, And then it's like, not only is, you know, um, Matt Smith's character ending, that Doctor, we're starting another one. I was like, yeah, that's too much drama. I I can't. (laughs) I just can't. So that was my fun thing to (laughs) to talk about. Um, Anything for you that is something you just want to end with? Um. Not
0: that I can think of. <laughs> well, so
2: obviously, with the COVID, um, you know, everyone self quarantining and all that stuff. Um, what is, oh, that is hilarious. Um, on e news up in the banner, it has, you know, like latest news, watchful episodes in the navigation bar. They have a whole tab that's just Kardashians, uh, Total Bellas, Tiger King. <laughs> yeah. So there's been a lot of Tiger King news. But obviously, Chachala, you, with the with the COVID stuff, what's going on there? You don't really get to see him as often, right? Or do uh, you guys, have you been, like, FaceTiming or anything like that?
0: Yeah, so my, uh, my ex was very concerned since I had to spend last Thursday at the hospital uh, that I may have been exposed mm-hmm. to the cor- uh, coronavirus. So uh, she thinks that I should wait 14 days to see him. So today has been seven days. Um, you know. It's
2: just so weird, you know.
0: Yeah, I know. Cause I mean,
2: no, I mean, I get it. I'm not saying that she's wrong or anything like that. It's just yeah. so such a weird space that we're living in now. Um, I am not con- Well, I'm I'm concerned too. I told Kay. I said, you know, I want him to come home, but part of me is like, do I really? <laughs> you know? i'm like i don't you know because he's been out there around people as well so i mean i can't i understand where your ex was coming from but you know again i i don't understand what it is to be a parent you know i'll never understand that kind of love for a child in that way um but i mean i'm sure it's it's certainly not ideal
0: yeah so um you know he's he asked me today when he was going to get to see me again and i'm like well you know i don't know um, yeah, I mean, they, they checked her for, uh, the coronavirus, uh, my mom at mm-hmm. the hospital and she didn't have it. Um, but even before I, they let me come in with her for the emergency room that night, they, they took my temperature and oh. did I have any symptoms and that kind of stuff. And if I did, they didn't, you know, they were going to take me to a different place than the, you know, the main waiting room. Um, and anytime anybody coughed even if you were just clearing your throat or something, they they brought you a mask. and they just-
2: mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I know and, they uh, say like the masks I guess, aren't really, doesn't really help, I guess. But I'm like, I still need, I think that having even that small barrier of protection <laughs> than having my whole face exposed um, is better than nothing. You know, yeah. so even though I'm not sick, I still would want to wear the mask because I don't want to, you know, be directly exposed to it, so. I don't see how they're like, it's not effective. I'm like, yeah, I would think so. But yeah. And it's N95 ones. I'm not talking about like just a regular like dust mask or whatever. Right.
0: So I, um, with, uh, T'Challa, we, we FaceTimed for a little while the other day. Um, we've been playing some video games online at the same time, you know, um, you know, I'm sure it's, you know, kind of frustrating, him because i'm not usually very good at it you know but, uh, <laughs> but i've been getting oh, better man uh-huh yeah. and if he's on a really hard game uh sometimes i'll wait till he's done and so i have this like high school game that i'll play where it's like you know, you're basically in high school and um so to amuse myself to chat things um like the first day when i a bunch of uh like you know avatars you know are sitting around talking you know so i went over and i said i was like hey cool kids and, uh, of course, you know, <laughs> I said, uh, I, said um, I am here to speak about popular things that are cool with uh, teenagers <laughs> law enforcement in any way. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course, You know, people are like, what the hell, you know. And um, but yeah, I just like pretending to be a narc. Um, I, I, I walked up to one person, I said, hi, you know, I'm a I'm a tough loner kid who has a heart of gold. I come from the wrong side of the tracks. <laughs>
1: I'm like killing myself. Mm-hmm. I'm
0: laughing out loud after sure they're just like, well,
2: you know, what the hell? Somebody's grandpa's on or something. Oh, so um, I was gonna ask you, because again, I'm not really even keeping up with pop culture stuff anymore either. Like I'm starting to to it's the kell effect is happening where I'm feeling <laughs> old in that I'll be looking through my e News feed because I do have that app. And there's people that they're talking about, I'm like, who the hell is this? Um, you know, musicians and that kind of stuff. I'm like, I have no idea who these people are. So you're doing that that to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, it's just one other thing to try and keep up with. I've got enough on going on. Um, But I just keep seeing this thing about TikTok. Have you even looked at it? Or do you know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, TikTok is like the new version of Vine. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what it is.
2: Because it's like what? Like you can have episodes in like eight minutes or 10 minutes or something? Yeah. Or, okay.
0: And so the kids, um, sometimes they joke, you know, oh, Miss Reese, when are you go and get a TikTok? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like it's just it. another fad.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the kids, um, they all have Snapchat. Yeah. Um, most of them are on Instagram. Insta.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, tons of them. You know, it's funny because everybody says they don't use Facebook, but actually, all of them have Facebook accounts.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I always think of it as like the default account. Everyone has a yeah. Facebook, and then depending on your age, indicates how much you use it or in what ways you use. Yes, your what ways you
0: use it? Yeah, because like if they if they like videotape a fight
2: mm-hmm.
0: at school, which you're not supposed to do, nobody They'll posts put, that on Facebook. Right?
2: They put it on Insta and feed they it to Facebook. Insta,
0: yeah, <laughs> well, no, they don't even do that.
2: okay well they
0: post it on insta and that's uh, it yeah or they put it on snap and it goes away you know
2: right right yeah i never use snapchat or Snap. yeah Um, they use
0: snap for you know things they wouldn't want anybody else to see you know yeah whatever yeah and um, And, um, i
2: have an insta account i use it so infrequently um yeah but i have one
0: (laughs) i don't i don't have insta i don't have snap i don't see there's nothing that i would use either of them for
2: i know i mean i'm still old school in that you know i've got facebook which i very rarely use Uh, i have i use linkedin because you know that is the, the the space for professionals um and then i have twitter i that's kind of a you know like i sometimes put stuff on there sometimes i don't um and that's a it because it's like i don't even like being that social it's funny that i have all these social accounts but you know and i guess more and more people now are spending more time on social media since they have a lot more time to kill
1: yeah
0: yeah um i use twitter i mean i i I retweet things more than i post Mm -hmm. you, you know but Um, even then, I mean, if, if I had to get rid of it, it wouldn't break my heart.
2: Yeah. Like for me, it's weird in that, you know, I'm like, I wish there was just one platform. Like, I just want to deal with one. Um, but then too, I, because I segment what it is that I put on each. So like with Twitter, I'll usually put stuff about like me meditating or if I see an article I really like or whatever, that's what I'll put on Twitter. Uh, Facebook is, you know, I guess everything else. Yeah. But for a while, I'd gone through the phase of, oh, I'm just going to set it up so everything cross posts. But then it's like, man, if you're friends with that person on all those different platforms, you're seeing the same damn thing on each one. Um, or in the event that, that, that say, the person you want to have follow you or whatever isn't on that platform, it's like, oh, well, then I have to cross. It just, it see, it's like the slippery slope of things that, um, so for now, it me staying on these networks or maybe if I delve into another one has more to do with me like protecting the name my name (laughs) than it is is to actually use it like I'm like I don't care (laughs) I don't want to use this because like with Instagram I just I don't really use it it's there um I think that you know it's it's certainly photo or video or whatever driven and I'm like I'm not taking pictures I'm not doing anything so but I mean, I'm on there, and it integrates with with Facebook since they own them anyway. So you know, there you go. Yeah. But I'm getting old. I am.
0: I've been posting a lot of uh, RPG write ups on my uh, my blog lately. Um, I have found this new game that I'm really into, Icons. Hmm. And uh, I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's it's just a really fun uh, superhero system. I mean, I okay. guess you do it for other things too. But it yeah, was the- we
2: use D and D Beyond for our stuff
0: d and d beyond
2: d and d beyond
0: yeah yeah yeah. i said d and d
2: oh it sounded it did sound like it but
0: <laughs> i was i was i was putting emphasis on the beyond part what is oh.
2: it um it, it's basically taking the core stuff and expanding it a little bit more um but within the realms of you know their system i mean like there's so many systems out there it's ridiculous so um oh. so yeah but, I mean, I've, that's, what, that's the world we're, we're in, and I really like it, so.
0: Okay. But, yeah, I've been doing a lot of write-ups with icons because, um, you know, I, I'm not really playing anything. Although, I've had several people offer to do, like, online gaming with me.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: But I don't know. I don't know if I would like that.
2: Well, you should try it out. I mean, what the hell else are you going to do? There's but only so much TV you're going to watch.
0: Like, yeah, I'm you know literally running it's out like, of
2: things to watch.
0: You know, you know how it is because it's like I've been invited to start gaming with this group that's going to play on Sunday. And at first, it was kind of cool. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, let's do that. And then I'm like, as it gets closer, I'm like, I really want to associate with
1: people. Yeah.
0: Um, You know, I mean, if I if I do it once, I'm going to to like be back every Sunday.
2: Right. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah, that, that is one of those commitment things. It's like, well, can I just drop by on Sunday and see how it goes? And then,
0: <laughs> but, well, I'm not even sure I want to drop by. Yeah, you know, at some point it's like you know, wait, I'm going to have to actually be interacting with other human beings.
2: Right. <laughs> well, I you really know, but what I want to do more than anyone else in this world. You know that I completely get what you mean by you know the whole being around other people. So yeah, so. it's like you know
0: I could be watching TV.
2: Exactly.
0: Or- doing anything
2: else, yes, anything else.
0: (laughs) I can be lonely and and complaining that nobody wants to spend time with me instead of actually being with them. (laughs) And, you know, maybe that's what I want to do.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's funny because, like, again, since this quarantine has not changed my lifestyle any, it's, you know, for me, it's like, it's not encouraging me to be more social in, in any aspect. I'm like, this is my everyday life. So I didn't like to be around people to begin with, so this is not going to change that in any way. I do miss being able to go hang out with family. So like, you know, being able to go and hang out with Gwen and Miles and my parents, um, getting together to do stuff, that part has been disappointing. But outside of that, I'm like, whatever. I, yeah. Again, I'm getting too old.
0: Yeah. I like feel it. making a bunch of noise. Huh? my guinea pigs makes a bunch of noise it's their oh. the time they always eat around five.
2: Oh, okay well definitely don't want them to miss feed time
0: <laughs> yeah um you know i've been talking to them uh, a lot it's funny because you know i go over every day now to feed my my mom's guinea pigs mm-hmm. when i first went over there we're not very talkative right? she always said they don't talk like mine talk right right um i i think it's because she doesn't like baby talk them you know? oh
2: you baby talk them of course <laughs>
0: Yeah, you always baby talk your animals. You know, you have a different voice for your animals. I get, and, um, okay. So they started talking to me though. You know, because I've been going over there every i They'll come in and they're
1: just like, you know,
0: make little noises, and um, and I'll be like, hey, hey, did you miss me? Did you miss me?
1: Oh, just,
0: like, going crazy, you know, and um, you know, so I'll sit down and play with them and stuff because um. Uh, hers are very affectionate i have one affectionate one and one that does not want to be you know looked at or touched so
2: which one is the boy that's actually the girl or the girl that's actually the boy Uh,
0: duncan is is friendly over here
2: okay Um, so that's the stroke
0: her neck
2: that's the boy that's actually a girl yeah yeah. okay
0: um but the uh lucy lucy's a little bitch (laughs) Um, (laughs) you know and I, i don't know uh lucy
2: why do you say that She's mean. Okay.
0: Mean. And when the babies were here, um, Lucy would like just walk, literally walk over their heads.
1: <laughs> Lucy would like go like, around I got them. Time. She'd like
0: walk over them, and um, <laughs> like when um, the, when the babies were here, Duncan would like share food with them. Right? Lucy does not share food.
2: Right? Lucy was definitely uh, being a male, I guess.
0: <laughs> and sometimes Lucy, um, and it, like earlier today, I think Lucy's, I think Lucy is playing.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um because you can tell when they're being nice to each other they they talk to each other differently than they talk to me Mm
1: -hmm.
0: right they they make this like purring sound when they're like being nice to each other like grooming each other and stuff Mm -hmm. um but like uh sometimes he'll like jump on um duncan and not i don't think it's in like a sexual way but i think he's like i think it's like a dominance or a wrestling Mm -hmm. thing and of course she like screams you know and goes insane and runs from him right
1: mm-hmm.
0: like hide inside like this little log they have and then uh, he'll go over and like start talking nice to her right oh uh, okay <laughs> and uh so I don't know if he's like playing too rough and he's like trying to make up or what but he'll like go over and like try to sweet talk her afterwards you know
2: it's it's funny the way you talk about these things it's like god damn you do need more people friends because if you're, <laughs> you're you know? It's like you're... Uh, they have personalities. <laughs> I know, but it's like, all because you're making these, you know, like human types of um, connections with it as far as their behavior. And I'm like, it's just so hilarious that you're like, oh yeah, about your animals. It's like, oh. oh but okay.
1: They have
0: personalities. It's just like, you know, with dogs, you'd like when some, some dogs are just mean.
2: Yeah, no, I, Yeah, I get it. And I just think it's funny when you first mentioned about how Lucy would just walk over the the kids and it's like, yeah. oh, it, Lucy is definitely a deadbeat a deadbeat dad. He's like, look, I did my bit. You you're going to have to just get out of the way now, but um <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, I I think it's good obviously that you have your pets to keep you company while you're stranded at home.
0: Yeah, I guess. So I mean, there are days they're annoying as hell, but
2: well, yeah, for me, it's like, uh, again, I like that I don't have all of that extra responsibility. I'm like, it's, it's enough for me to keep up with myself. I don't want to have to be required to take care of something else.
0: Yeah. Although, so, you know, the, the two babies, the person who wanted them decided they didn't want them. So oh, You um, and Kay no oh god no maybe it's time for y'all to have kids
2: no 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 so you still still have a name
0: but you can name them red and scarlet no
2: no no not even that appealing so i'm i'm no so you you have four guinea pigs right now
0: no um i only have the two over here um at my mom's house there's tom and jerry in a cage and then there's the two babies you still (laughs) have their names because we didn't want to name them because we were going to let whoever got them name them oh
2: my gosh
0: but now they're like six weeks old. Um, so, I mean, they may just be nameless forever. I don't. Well,
2: know. I do think it's funny that you know, obviously you didn't want the kids, but right now you're essentially taking care of the kids and two more, so you've got six. Yeah, I'm thinking six.
0: Six. Well, although those four, I'm just going over to her house once a day. I, <laughs> I play with them. I give them a lot of food, and then
2: I- <laughs> don't eat too much. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. And so with mine, you know, they're on more of a schedule. They get right. They get dinner. They get a snack during the day. So, yeah. All right. Well, you know. And sometimes, sometimes like the other, like yesterday, I was talking to him because he was like uh, 4:30, and I was going to go and eat because I was hungry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I looked at him and I was like, "Hey, you guys want to eat? You know, they're like, you know, they start talking, <laughs> and I, I was like, you know, because get thirty more minutes if you want to wait, you can wait. You know, and they're like going insane, you know, cage <laughs> and everything and i'm like you know so you want to eat do you want to
2: eat
0: you know and they're like it's eh, 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 going crazy and um, so yeah then i fed them so.
2: well i think too though i know i know sometimes you're like oh you know you don't want them there but i think that if they weren't there you would you would actually you know you would miss them i don't know you would <laughs> I mean, I know you have no plans to get any additional ones, like when these pass away, that you're not going to invest in getting more. And what is, what do you say is their average lifespan? It's
0: like five to seven years.
2: Oh, see, that's like, that's like almost like a marriage right there. That's a marriage commitment, (laughs) five to seven years. Wow. um, I'm sorry. I just. but yeah that that said
0: a lot about you right there you know (laughs) that's like being married
2: well it is i mean you think about it considering how frequently um marriages end that the but you've been married for 10 years right um not 10 no um how long i've been married since 2012 that's eight years i mean it's it's not quite eight years yet
0: you've been you've been alive longer than the typical guinea pig lives
2: yeah, been and married. I've been married for yeah longer. But I'm just saying that you know a lot of times, especially if you marry young or whatever, you you'd be lucky to hit five years in a in a marriage. So I,
0: I was married for 23 years.
2: I know, but you're not you're the exception. You dated the for rule. seven. Right, that. but you're not the you're the exception. You, you know, so you yeah, know. Sometimes of I of tell us, people that, and they're like, "How old
0: are you?" And I'm like, uh, "You know, I'm about to be 48."
2: Yeah. You know, for, but for the rest <laughs> for of us who, who have basically starter marriages, you know, that, that does not last very long. So, yeah, that's the lifespan of You're Getting Bigs, is about a marriage.
1: Yeah. <laughs> One <I> marriage.
2: Just,
0: <laughs> yeah, I just decided, it, it, you know, I don't know if I'll ever get married again. Um,
2: I didn't think so.
0: And if I do, I mean, I'm going to be planning to be married for more than five years, Latoya.
2: <laughs> okay. I mean I didn't plan on getting married again and I'm like if if I was ever to divorce Kay, I'm not getting married again. Um like I can never. see how
0: you were swept off your feet though with that, you know, invitation to go buy him coffee. <laughs> <laughs> the coffee shop.
2: <laughs> All the same. I'm used to Mike. My- <laughs> okay. Um it works even when it doesn't really work, but i'm I'm used to it, and yeah, I have zero desire to ever go walking down the aisle again, so. Because okay. by that time, I'd be like, you know, not even the whole, can we just go to justice of the peace? It's like, can we just do this on the internet or something? I'm like, I'm that <laughs> over the whole <laughs> doing a third marriage, you know? Because you think about back in the day, or at least for me growing up, you know, it's all taboo when people are like divorced and, you know, like, oh, wow, yeah. or they've married multiple times. There's certainly a negative connotation around that. Well, for me, I justified it by saying, well, my first one was my starter marriage, which is cool because, you know, people do that when when they're young and then you know this one was the real one or you know so the fact that I've only been married twice is fine however between Kay and I he has been married three times I've been married twice <laughs> so, five so, times yeah five mm-hmm. five marriages between us <laughs> all righty mm-hmm. so barring any additional emergencies or anything happening we will be back next week right yep, next Thursday yep for another fun-filled episode
0: that's right so uh guys um you know try and stay safe
2: really that that's how you're closing
0: yeah i'm concerned with our listeners i and by the way um i don't know if you know this you know allie fox
2: mm-hmm.
0: right who i assume is still listening to the show
2: i, I assume i don't i don't know
0: yeah. <laughs> you know he's a professional comedian now is he really yeah that's what that's his career now he's a professional comedian.
2: Oh, so he's using all the stuff from like his marriage and stuff like that as his bit well i don't or? know i
0: haven't i haven't heard the bit oh right? okay but he'll make smart ass comments on facebook and stuff right and he like you know refers people to his twitter and all this kind of stuff and and it's that's what he's lists as his job now so that's i'm pretty cool yeah we need to get him on the show
2: right i agree yeah
0: give him a platform right
2: so, yeah, Since most things, most topics aren't off topic, I mean, you know, or you know, exactly. Your filthy
0: <laughs> ass mouth, right. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll get him on the show and let him tell Do his things. Yeah, we need some jokes. Yes, all mm-hmm. right. So, you gonna make that happen or?
2: What? Why are you asking me to do it? Is it because I'm a female or whatever? Or, I mean, but typically, i do not Typically, of
0: you handle this kind of stuff. You I get it, but I'm busy.
2: Stuff. I'm busy. So you can handle it.
0: All right, all right. I'll send him a message, see if you would like to be on.
2: Okay, that, that'll work.
0: And then if he says yes, I'll put him in contact with you.
2: You just send him the Zoom link, invitation and all. Well, I mean, there's not really an invitation. You just send him the link to the, the zoo. You do not
0: want to have him on the show.
2: I want him on the show. I'm just, you know, it's like this whole, I don't want to like have to do extra work in the process. So I'm okay. just telling him what you have to do so that I don't have to be involved in the booking side of it. You have the uh-huh. link. You just share the link. Then right. you just. If, if I
0: book him though, you, you have to get the green room ready.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. that's fine. But Snacks that's what I'm saying.
0: explain.
2: <laughs> You just right. tell me what show he's going to be on. Um, you know what time we're supposed to record. And then we just go from there.
1: All
0: right. I'm going to send him a message as soon as we're done.
2: Okay. So hopefully All right. soon we'll have Allie Fox.
0: All right. Bye, motherfuckers.
2: <laughs> Better.